Welcome to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the latest marketing trends, tools, and tips, and provide you with the top resources you need to thrive and make your marketing mesmerizing. And now, here's your host, Dimple Dang. Welcome to another episode of the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm super excited. I've got Mark Wasserman with the Pop Brothers at Law sitting here with me, and we're going to be talking about how Mark grew to over a million followers collectively on social media. Mark, I'm so excited. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. How are you doing today? I am fantastic. How are you? I've been waiting longer. Well, now that we're doing this interview, I am doing amazing. (laughs) The shenanigans begin. All right, Mark, I've known you for a while now, and we met on Clubhouse. And I just have to say, I think you're just such an amazing and dynamic human being. I'm so honored to have you on my podcast today. You have so many stories. You have so much that you've accomplished. And most of all, I wanted to get you on my Mesmerizing Marketing podcast because you've really, really done an amazing job of building a loyal following on social media. And from the last time I spoke to you collectively, you have over a million followers on your social media platform. So before we get into all of that, I'd love for you to give a um, brief introduction to the audience of who you are and what you're all about. Hey, so is this where I do the clubhouse intro? Hey, you're my guest. You can do whichever intro you want, and I'm not going to say it's got to be 45 seconds like I do on clubhouse. In my podcast, on my show, you can do an intro that's two minutes. I don't really care. Well, I only ask, and I rarely ask when I'm interviewed like this, but I ask you because you're a friend, and and your uh, advice when it comes to marketing and things of that nature are pretty invaluable and thank you so that's why i ask your opinion and i'm asked now i'm asked that question introduce yourself and it's pretty much that i'm mark wasserman together with my big brother craig we're known as the pot brothers at law attorneys in california representing all areas of cannabis business licensing and regulations as well as all areas of criminal defense from jaywalking to attempted murder we also co-host at the iHeartMedia podcast cannabis talk 101 heard in over 135 i think maybe even 39 countries now and most importantly we teach people to peacefully engage with law enforcement by using 25 words simply known as the script and to just shut the fuck up when cops ask questions. We've copyrighted and trademarked the script and shut the fuck up for legal services. And due to our large social media presence, as you had mentioned, over a million followers just on all social media platforms worldwide, we have created a worldwide attorney referral network system that helps to engage people who are in dire straits and dire need with honest ethical attorneys that we vet out that we can then refer to almost anywhere in the world. We're trying to help people do that as well. We are also not yet dipping our toes into reality. It's a docu-series based on me and my brother and what we've been doing. And just, we shot a bunch of stuff before the pandemic. Okay. It wasn't too long ago we were able to shoot some more stuff and now they're 
putting things together or whatever. And that's that stuff. I don't talk about it too much because it's still in that they're put, we shot it and they're putting it together phase. And so that's something else that's going on. Are you not allowed to say the name until it gets released? Is that how it works? No, I talk to act say anything I want. Me and my brother own it along with several other people. It's been shot and developed and being edited right now and then it'll be shopped around. Well, that's super exciting. When is it gonna come out? Yeah, they might not get picked up. You know, it's gotta get it's gotta get picked up. Uh, whether it's Netflix or Prime or uh, I want a network and everybody tells me they they won't do it because they're not the networks aren't ready. There's a lot of intertwining with what we started doing on the entertainment side of things because how everything just happened and being lawyers because within two or three months i was telling my brother i think we need to start looking into trademarks and copyrights with this stuff that we're saying let's rewind mark let's take it back because i think this is interesting everyone would want to know how did you guys first come up with the concept of pop brothers at law because that's your brand and then you also have a branded trademark slogan which is, I can say, because it's my podcast, shut the fuck up. Once mom gives it the final stamp and I don't have to hear her say, why do you say fuck up? Well, she wouldn't even say it. Why do you have to say that F word all the time? And I tell her, just real quick, I tell her, mom, I, I, we have somehow, people like to say the word fuck, okay? They don't like to say it out loud. They don't, people like to say it. And we've given it meaning, but in the Fifth Amendment. Forget everything right. else about the Fifth and Miranda rights and warnings and blah, blah, blah. no, shut the fuck up. The Fifth Amendment. That's it. And so, and I, yeah. uh, Mom, I didn't know. I didn't know that. To your question, that how did we come up with that? And the Pop Brothers at Law. The Pop Brothers at Law name was a joke. When I 2015 is the timeline of when Pop Brothers at Law started going out there. So prior to that, I'd say probably a good seven years before that. And I was right. doing a lot of uh, my criminal defense cases were cannabis crimes and things like that, and patients getting arrested for cannabis shit. And so mm -hmm. we're out there smoking, and I said, like, and all these cannabis claims were brothers, we smoke pot, we're pot brothers, we're at lawyers, yeah. at law. I'm going to make cards that say pot brothers at law and give them to my cannabis. Okay. And that's how that was put on a card. And on the back of the card, was a simple phrase. I, I, do, I do not consent to searches. I refuse to speak to any law enforcement personnel. I'm invoking my Fifth Amendment right. That little phrase is on the, was on the back of that, my very first card going back to 1996 because of a, a law professor I had. And so that was on there and then my law office. Okay. And so we fast forward to January 22nd, 2015, the day we created the Instagram Pop Brothers at Law because of my nephew who was like forcing us. Okay, so first of all, so what inspired you on that date to say, <laughs> I'm gonna go create an Instagram page for Pop Brothers at Law for, like there, what was your mentality and thought process back in the day? That's so, you know, <laughs> what a wonderful question because inspiration is an interesting word. So what happened was my nephew, who was the reason back in 2008 to whenever it was that he's like, I've got the cannabis and I can grow it. Well, this is how you have to do it according to California law. And when you get arrested and hit with felonies we're, and you do what we say, we're going to, I'm going to take care of it. It's going to be gone, which happened over 10 years, seven felonies, several cases. And he did. And that's how we protected our clients 
who operated the way we told them to. And it's still that to this day, if you don't have a license, you're not doing it properly, and you get arrested. So that's why we schooled ourselves on all that. And that was for family, right? Whenever Instagram started, 2013, whenever that started, he was, right. you guys got to get on Instagram. Yeah, I got 5,000 friends on Facebook. I was on Facebook since before it started and free advertising for my movies and law practice since, you know, Facebook started. And I was like, I don't care. And so January 22nd, 2015, the date that I earmarked that I'll never forget is a day when he, Jarrett now, who's known across social media as Jay Cures, and he has a company called West Coast Cure. We talk about branding. He's a genius when it comes to the lifestyle branding, where he took this West Coast Cure company that we represented way back in the day, and, and he's, built, okay. he's built that up. But he comes walking in and says, hey, I have some friends who need to interview attorneys. So the laws for cannabis are about to change from with adult use, and that was happening in 2016, everything was going to take effect. And so that's when all the adult use started happening. So he says, yeah, my friends are looking to interview a couple of attorneys who come on this show, smoke cannabis with them and talk about the laws that they're changing and they can't find any attorneys who'll do it. I told them my uncle and my dad would do it. And so I said, hey, what time, where do we go? My older conservative brother said, wait a minute. Well, of course, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. So, You've met him maybe once or twice or heard him maybe on Clubhouse, you've heard him. I've seen him in your Instagram yeah. reels only because I challenged him and forced him and tell him he's slacking. Tell him Dimple said he's going to make some reels and <laughs> tag this girl. If he's not busy by the time we're done, I'm going to drag him in here. When it comes to marketing and branding, I feel like you run the show. Yeah, more or less. And I take some notes from my nephew who I'm talking about who, when my brother said, oh, wait a minute. And I said, and he said, well, what's the state bar going to say or smoking? What do you, and I said, look, it's 2015. We have our physician's recommendation. We're going to a private studio. They obviously allow it. So then we tell my nephew, okay, we'll do it when? And he says, right now, we got to go right now. And then and so yeah. that's my nephew, right? And uh, it was for Be Real TV, for Be Real of Cypress Hill, and a show called Getting High With. At that time, the host of the show was an influencer host named Adam Ill getting high with Adam Hill. And so after we were done, my nephew was like, guys gotta create an Instagram account. And he was unbeknownst to me from bugging my brother. And he went on Instagram. My brother, my big brother, who knows nothing about anything about any social media, decides on his own, I'm gonna go create our Pop Brothers at Law Instagram account. So wait, he's the one who physically went to Instagram yes. and did the setup that you, I'm yes. laughing yes. right now. It's interesting, so you're a big, brother is the one who actually went and started to set up this Instagram, which I am like shocked because I know him and I know you and I, I know you're the one. How, how did you let him, how did you agree to let him do it? So I didn't, he didn't, and I, I didn't know until my nephew was like, take pictures with me and I'll post them on the Instagram account. And so what we have as our main Instagram account is P-O-T underscore brothers underscore at underscore law which if left to me our main instagram account would just be pop brothers at law nothing in, but was that taken by somebody else no that was my brother not knowing that when he created the account pot space brothers space underscore he didn't realize he was creating that underscore by hitting space you know he 
he thought he was doing what somebody would do who doesn't know what they're doing when they're creating I get like that. But we have our backup yeah. account, you know, which has another 40-something thousand followers on it alone, which is the Pop Brothers that lost straight through on Instagram. But he created it. I put these pictures of Be Real in the very beginning, and then it was like, what are we going to... What are we going to do with Instagram? You look at Instagram. I didn't know anything about it at that point. You know, in this 2015, you look at it and you're like, yeah, I see lots of pictures yeah. of, of cannabis and, and women and bathing suits. And, and that's kind of what it was back then. And nothing of educational value. And then it was like back then there were only 15 second videos you could do. And so I ripped a page from a guy named Tony Horton who does all the Beachbody P90X stuff. And I've actually done all those programs. And you know, I have a tip of the day for you before you do the tip of the day is this for that. And so Toy, let's do the tip of the day. And we're gonna start with a series of 15 second videos on what to do when you get pulled over. If you're a cannabis patient in California and you have a smell because you have your medicine on you or whatever. That was our direct thinking because that's what we saw on Instagram at the time, a lot of cannabis users. And, and that's more California attorneys. So let's talk about, let's really talk about that and talk to those people. And so what I did was went on Instagram and immediately learned you can't do anything on the computer. You have to do it on your phone, which needed was another app just on my phone. And so I probably spent about six days, 15, 16 hours a day, either researching on Google about using and getting followers and not and gaining this or whatever and looking at what big accounts were doing and was following an algorithm more than... But you studied it. Like you studied it strategically yeah. to see yeah. what other people are doing that's working. Yeah. And that was really brilliant because that's how you can learn so much. One of the things, Mark, is people don't take the time to study things. They just want to like magically find an answer. They think they can post like three reels and like, why aren't they getting a client? But people don't understand. It doesn't work that way. No. And you know this better than anybody because you're saying you studied it back in the day. This phone was at that moment in time where I was trying to figure out what I'm going to what how to utilize this free marketing because it's free like Facebook and I had figured that out and that worked out good for me and I, right. I had this going with whatever I was checking out or figuring out or however I was doing it I had this in my hand whatever I was doing even in court when I was I'm sitting waiting and a lot of things that, that I do as an attorney I'm waiting I'm waiting especially in court I was just constantly looking to see what they were doing with the bigger and it was little simple things like you know there's people with a million followers hundreds of thousands of followers and barely follow anybody percentage-wise they're barely following anybody back I don't, I don't know what that's about then in the beginning it was it's the dichotomy of well you got to get people to follow you by following them and then they'll follow you back and then if you have so many you really shouldn't be following everybody and so it was interesting because i for whatever reason chose to oh look there he is oh Tell him to come over and say hi. Hey, Dimple, how you doing? Hey, you're in trouble, big brother. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't say nothing. Did I say? We're talking about Instagram, and I was asking Mark who originally set up the Instagram account, and he said that you set it up with the underscores. No one back back in the day. No one told. No one told me that putting a space in between each word put an underscore in there. I did not know that. <laughs> now you know better. 
behind on your marketing and your reels. So make sure you join my next reels challenge because I want to see some reels of you without your brother so you can build your own personal brand in addition to the brand of Pop Brothers at Law. We have to have a brand identity just for you two. Yeah, I, I kind of have my own identity. You see this Harley out. <laughs> Harley. You ride Harleys? Yes. Okay, nice. So that's, yeah, so that's what he's busy he's doing. <laughs> when he's blowing you off for the reels like, he's off with this like motorcycle crew cruising through like the streets of probably all the way to like san diego somewhere i am part of the actual motorcycle club called the horseman okay cool what do you think of who drives who crazy like big brother or little brother <laughs> i drive this one i drive us both crazy apparently who's like the one that always got into trouble when they were a little kid in school you did i was Tim? Pretty, i was pretty good Come on. I was a rabble rouser, but I didn't get into trouble that much at school, believe it or not. You didn't get in trouble? Okay. I did okay. Fight. Who was like the the one that had to put the other one in check all the time? Me putting him in check. He used to beat Yeah. He used to beat me up. <laughs> how many years apart how many years difference? Ten. Seven. I think it's seven. Yeah, I knew it wasn't ten. I'm gonna be just six, trying to make I'll him be sixty this first. year yeah. and, and you just turned or you're turning what? I'll be what will I be? I'll be fifty three. I don't know. They're going to be 60. He doesn't look 60. He looks Thank good. You. Looks good. He dyes his hair. Well, he should dye his hair. You probably dye your hair silver because this is it. I get it from our dad. It's just all he would too. But it's kind of a thing. It's kind of like I that just look. don't like it. He, like he looks, I don't I don't like he it. He looks like I feel old when it's completely yeah. gray. And we've been I've been gray. Our family's probably in our 30s. Yeah. Yeah, I want But Mark looks like a star. Well, he's got like that rock because star of my vibe. brother. Because when I was three and he was 10, like I can barely remember the shed outside, but I don't know what happened. I was three. That's funny. He's not funny. I, okay, here's, here's a question since we have both of you here. How did you both decide to go into business together under the brand name of Pop Brothers at Law? And which one of the Pop Brothers came up with the name Pop Brothers at Law? Now that we've got your big brother here and this is a live podcast, we let's talk about the, that for a second. We were forced into business together by the world, I think, right? It just No, actually by my son. The initial combination came about when we were fighting for my son, when he was charged with three felonies, and uh, okay. we started working together first, and then we did it again when he got four felonies against him a couple of years later under the marijuana laws. We got the case dismissed. We both did it together. And uh, and then when my son wanted us to go on Be Real TV and answer questions on getting high with that. And that's when we made up the Pop Brothers at Law on Instagram to give out free legal advice for Californians. You remember the date? No. Hell no. I already said, I already, we, yeah, we talked and, about uh, it. And so, you know, from there, down. it's really where it emanated the Pop Brothers at Law for of, of combining his criminal experience with my civil business litigation and, and, and mergers, acquisitions, and corporate documents. And we merged that into one. So when people came in, we not only could handle the criminal work, we could also handle the business side of anything. So that's kind of how that became. That's really cool because together you're putting two minds together, two different practice areas in a way and specialties. And it's like double the fun, right? And there's like more in that brand of, it's almost like when you have a pair of like twins and then they're doing stuff together. You guys are like the brothers and the name's just catchy. 
You gotta admit, the name's catchy yeah. when it comes to a brand. We thought so. Pop Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it it the funny part is when you're talking about branding and, and names, it wasn't even a sit down, brainstorm. What are we going to come up with? We want to start this business. What are we going to come up with? It was the opposite. We actually just came up with the name, not thinking it was really going to turn into what it's turned into. And cool name for a law firm. But we didn't even put it on our car. But it wasn't even that. It wasn't even come up as a law firm name. It was an Instagram name. Right. And right, it wasn't right. really thought through. Right. Like if you had a marketing well, that, person. That's and, because we didn't think it through. It was just created by somebody who was sitting there on the couch going up. Well, no, it. you said Pop Brothers at Law. He actually had well, mentioned Pop Brothers I, at Law years I, earlier. We're brothers. We spoke, spoke Pop. We're lawyers. And uh, so he had mentioned that name and I just typed it in. And happened to put a space in between. Okay, so there's some teamwork involved. I see the teamwork, but I see that Mark's brilliant mind came up with that. And then the big brother said, okay, I'm going to go grab this before it's gone. <laughs> and underscore to, no, to mess that, it up. I'm that, kidding. No, that's the funny part, though. I didn't put an underscore. I didn't know by putting a space, put an underscore in there. So it wasn't meant, I didn't mean to do pop, P-O-T underscore, brothers underscore. I didn't mean to do that. He didn't know. I was just putting a and space in there. And why would you? I was putting a space in there. Well, that's the thing. You, you're not gonna know that. Like the average person signing on to a new platform is not gonna know any of those things. So Yeah. So regardless of what you did, you did good yeah. because now here you guys are, Pop said, Brothers at Yeah, Mark, do you ever figure everything else out with what's Instagram? <laughs> okay, so so let's talk about what kind of content you guys started posting on there and how did you create the content? How did you start getting these followers and were you kind of shocked when you're like, oh my God, like why are all these people following us? Well, I, I don't know so much shocked because my son had, who's a big catalyst for all of this, Jay Cure from West Coast Cure, kept telling us get instagram he's the one who got us on the 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 show with be real and that getting high with adam you know people need this there's no other lawyers like you you guys can do this and that and so we figured what the heck right another social media my brother had been doing facebook so okay we'll do it and well, what are we going to do and then we started with these 15 second tips on really targeting california cannabis users and california law and, uh, and then we just naturally went outside every day and we did a 15 second tip about something to do with cannabis laws, your rights. And, uh, and from there, it well, the first series of tips was, was, was how getting to, pulled was over. what to do when you get pulled over targeted at those who use cannabis in California. And that, cause that was a common solution to a common problem in that industry. Correct. You shut the, and that actually just was shut the fuck up. Don't consent to searches. And then as we were getting comments and questions because we engaged and answering everything and we started getting what do i do what if the cop says that what if this what if that and we knocked around back and forth over probably a, several months or i don't know maybe even a year. a year and we have different cards that it was like all it says is shut the fuck up that all it says is am i being detained or am i free to go or right. we kept honing in on what's going to be the best way for people to respond the simplest and it ultimately was the 25 words that we now have copyrighted and trademarked and all that stuff and shut the fuck up that so within about five weeks six weeks i noticed that on instagram we had five thousand followers and wow the only thing i'm gonna take a Sure, all of us for memory's sake, so I can post it on my yeah. Instagram. We got Mark and Big Brother in the house. 
All right. <laughs> Love it. Okay, go on. Okay, what are we talking about? Oh, no, the followers. I mean, they just came. I don't I, think, okay, I, we had 5,000. 5, and right, and so 5,000 Facebook friends took like eight years. And so I was like, something's going on. We're getting followers. And so that's when, as I was saying earlier, I started looking at Instagram. What are other, what's going on? And how many were we going to post? And ultimately, over about a week's period of time, I figured that out. We're going to do like four or five posts a day. And then there's some algorithm, whatever it was. And that's what we started doing. And then it became educational things. Like my brother was saying, things that were going on with the law we'd add well, yeah. but the, the fortunate thing is it started really just okay we have this page now what are we going to do it's 15 seconds at the time right so we go out and do a 15 second tip on your rights while you're driving marijuana user cannabis user and then at some point we realized that the script wasn't california only in using the, the laws in each state are different but your rights right. to shut the fuck up, not to consent, not to talk to the police, to invoke your right to your Fifth Amendment. That's a nationwide thing. That's the Constitution. And I think that's when it really blew up. And then at one, when we got our first big boost, we met B.O.B. You ever heard of B.O.B.? He's a singer. Really, he's like rap. He's into cannabis. I can't, I'm not a music guy, genre guy, but B.O.B., look him up. My son knows him, okay. brought him to a sesh with us that we met him and uh, we took a picture with him. And about six months later, out of the blue, he has like a half million followers back then. I don't know what he has now. He posted us, we posted something of us. And I think we had a huge jump then. And then after that, yeah. it, it kept going up until the famous Roger Stone reposted us. And that's when we went viral. Okay, so that's what it took. One connection with the one person that had a, a huge influence, right? And then it's like, you were here, but you guys just went there, well, like way high. So after that initial post, that just, that really pushed us and got us noticed by a lot of different other artists who maybe they didn't have half a million, but they had 10, 20,000, 100,000, nice following. We were just getting more and more. And so from 2015 to 2000, to 20, December 25th, 2018. When this started happening, when was this that you started getting these celebs and- That started happening in 2000, that. between 2015 and 2018, it was like, kind of like that. And then on December 25th, 2018, that's when Roger Stone reposted our, this video where we talk about a raid at an illegal shop and two people who worked there of the three that got arrested two of them said i volunteered here and they got charged and the third one shut yeah. the fuck up follows us and shut the fuck up and he he wasn't even charged and he, he didn't get charged and he ultimately his case wasn't filed and we took care of that so that was because me. roger stone couldn't keep his mouth shut he was getting sued in court he had all kinds of legal problems i think the judge even put a gag order on him at one point back then and that's right around the time and we had, we had met him at a cannabis talk 101 uh, at one of our conventions we actually interviewed him and i don't know if he remembers yeah. specifically or not but he, that's when he put these should be my lawyers and it was a shut the fuck up video kind of teasing himself being sarcastic like, never... i can't shut the fuck up and and then that just went 
absolutely insane. That re, he him reposting that off of a Facebook page called Respect for, My for him. It was comedic. It was like a comedic comedy thing. It's a skit, and he was just like poking a little bit of fun. And in reality, it's like people are like they loved it, and and it got shared, it got reposted, people were talking about it everywhere. Right? Well, yeah. What happened was everywhere. Like you got that viral factor. MTV ridiculousness called us. Tosh Poyo called us. Michael Rappaport, we're on his podcast. World Star and Barstool Sports picked it up, which we never heard of. And all and a bunch of other media platforms liked it and it was everywhere and p diddy and snoop and everywhere and so i stopped counting at like four three four hundred million views that video alone even before the pandemic hit mark is that video still on the pop brothers at law oh, yeah. instagram page like can yeah it's, you it, see it? it's there it's it's all over the place i can i can send you the, the title? i can send you the specific link yeah because i can put uh, it in the show notes because people I mean, probably, I, as a actually want i'll tell you what see if i did this right because i like i think i texted you i'm not the most technologically uh advanced when it comes to certain things like this on our pop brothers at law facebook page i believe okay what i tried to do was if you go to that the I, I pinned the first video to be that video the video that went viral mega viral i say because well, we've had a plenty of viral videos with millions and whatever but like hundreds of millions of views and all that crazy yeah that's that one and okay. that that was yeah that was something that when that happened and i and i could just never forget because that was the day i was on vacation with my wife and kids i was on a balcony it was christmas morning yeah and my notifications were set for our facebook which maybe had a hundred followers on the facebook page or whatever because all i cared about was instagram and we had presence everywhere else i just slapped us up there just to be there yeah and but no it, it just takes one for an attorney you probably heard me say that before it just takes one client in any one given field and we could have it to be a good client and so i have my notification set for everything and so my facebook was like a little ding that would go off maybe once every two or three weeks and so on this particular right. christmas ding 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 it was, i thought my phone was broke i get on computer it's going crazy and i tracked down you're like what is that sound and where is it what's going on you got hacked or I something did. Mark. i did i that was the first thing i was doing and i was like, like shutting things off and on it took me probably 45 minutes to figure out that fuck it started with this page that posted our video and then roger stone reposted it and now it's it's what the fuck <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and, and so that just that took us everywhere and led to all those other other things. Yeah, that's so amazing. So like today, like if you look at your Instagram page, how many followers do you guys have on Instagram and then other platforms? Uh, I think Instagram is 488,000 or so, creeping up to 490. What's interesting, I haven't really done a calculation like this or thought about it much since I've really pushed our TikTok because prior to the pandemic, I, we had maybe less than a hundred thousand on TikTok. Yeah. Whatever were you with that? And now I think right. I, now we have uh, I think it's like four hundred and twelve thousand. Wow, and, that's like huge. So we're close to a million just on TikTok and, and Instagram together. 
let alone the Facebook where there's like a hundred thousand and the other platforms, YouTube, we kept yeah. 50,000 or so. Our Twitter got hacked and taken down and couldn't get it recovered. We had a, we had almost a hundred thousand on Twitter, but that, yeah. that was gone a while ago. Now we, whatever, we have a thousand there or so, whatever, but on the other platforms I have, we have presence just wherever there's a social media platform, at least have a presence that'll knock you over to uh, our other pages and LinkedIn is, we have a, a whole bunch. Right. So you've got, Snapchat, you've got a huge presence. Snapchat, people don't, I don't, well, I, Snapchat is still popping and rocking and working, at least for me and getting clients and talking to one of my more active things, you know. I, well, for the younger audience, right, they are, they're on Snapchat I, a lot, you know, the younger audience. I, I guess in general, but it's, I, you know, we're just an anomaly or me and I mean, it's just because while I think that's it's true. I get just as many comments and snaps or whatever back from people my age or older. I, and I noticed that. Uh, I think most older people are silent on Snapchat. Like watch. And they're not, they're, they, they see no harm in engaging with me. Hey, that's, you know, shut the fuck up guy. And I'm with there with my kids and I'm just. Yeah. I'm just, so let's go back to TikTok for a second. Let's go back to TikTok because TikTok okay. is what like everyone's going to ask me about and want to know about. You said something important you said back before like maybe in december you had around a hundred thousand followers and i think now you said you have around four hundred thousand followers on tiktok or something like that am i right correct that is correct okay so let's talk about what is it that you did differently to grow from a hundred thousand to four hundred thousand because you and i have talked about some oh, of the stuff it, offline but for the audience i know that you did some things that worked well for you can you share those simple so simple and dimple it's so simple anybody you tell can do it because and all i did was number one listen to somebody who knew that's it and this somebody as dimple knows i was on a clubhouse forum with the guy who created snapchat or, or TikTok or ran it or whatever it was he was up there with the people who created the algorithm and this and how it works and what you should do and all amongst he talked a long time what i took from it as what I took as important was you've got to grab the user's attention in the first three seconds of your video. The video should be 15 to 25 seconds long and you should do five. To so 100,000 to 400,000, what'd you do? Right. Okay. So and again, this is what I was told, right? Which was grab the user some first three seconds to grab the viewer's attention, 15 to 25 seconds long, the video itself, and then post five to 10 TikToks a day. That's five it. to 10. Oh my God. I heard like three to five, three to four, but like, wow. This is what I heard from the guy who, I don't know if I want to create it, but he was right there. I it was one of these, they had those big guys on Clubhouse for a while, the owner of Snapchat and the creators of that. And so I figured, okay, what do I know? I don't, and I'll back up because when I first created our TikTok, 2018 or no, whenever it was, I, all I did was create it. You're like an early adopter to all of these social media platforms, well, it seems, and you're willing to try things well yeah right yes if it's out there and it's got something i'm gonna it's just a way to spread the message more and reach more people and for me like again if i get one client out of it it's free advertising i don't have to pay to be on any of these platforms right they're out there and they could go away exactly. they could go away any moment I'm like, yep. whatever i survived before I, whatever but it's out there and, and there's no harm and so what i did though was i repurposed i just started oh i'm gonna take my old videos from the last five years and within 10 minutes i pop my first pop brothers at law account 
which was ran straight through at Pop Brothers at Law all the way through, was banned for life. Which platform? Uh, TikTok. Oh, it got banned? Because I didn't bother to read the, the rules and all, Turn. all the shit. And, I, and all right away, I said, yeah. oh, well, I can't smoke pot on TikTok. You're trying to live your brand, right? You're trying to be the brand that you are. So it's like to be the brand, you got to do what you do. And that's what you do. I get it. So then we had to make a new ID, which now I okay. and I'll keep it, keep it the same. P-O-T underscore brothers underscore at underscore. And I did did away with with all that. Did away with anything in there, and I just started doing what we did. That's it. And, and so created that, but just started doing the same thing almost. And then whatever the tip, the, and barely on it. Maybe once every couple months, or I don't know what. And yeah. And then we come to, and then so that's, I don't know, like a year or two, and we got like a hundred and some odd thousand followers or something like that, close to that. And then I implemented right. this TikTok thing back in, you know, last couple of months, or it hadn't been too long, it wasn't too long ago that I did it. And I now have, and I've slowed down because, well, I think I took a break from social media for, for a few. Well, it's a lot. Um, I, mean, I went, I went, but yeah. I did it. And the next day I woke up like a 10,000 more followers. And, wow. and here's what I've learned about TikTok was that don't ever take anything down because there's no real algorithm like that. Something you post today, exactly. three weeks ago or three weeks from now, it could, and I seen it, I seen it where I like you go to, I look, that one only has. It can take off and it can go viral even months later. So never delete any of your videos from TikTok, even if they don't take off initially. That's very true. Well, and if you delete it, it'll fuck you up. I don't know. Oh yeah, it will. It will. That's the thing. Like if you delete it, your account is going to tank. You might as well just start up a new account and start from scratch because literally you've messed everything up. And these are the things like people don't realize these things and they make these common little mistakes without educating themselves on social media on different platforms on TikTok, on instagram and then they just do something the wrong way they do what they think they're supposed to do but unknowingly they end up messing up their whole social media account and then it's not an easy fix and you have to start over so that's that's a little bit of a of a tough one i think people have to deal with absolutely you just and let's talk about okay let's talk about so you did TikTok. i know you were good with that and instagram i know you spent a lot of time on Let's talk about the power and the importance of live streaming on Instagram because I've seen you on there and you have the special day, the special thing that you do that I'm sure you'd want to share with the audience. Yes. And while you share it, tell us why you do it. Tell us how it helps you gain a bigger audience or more followers or what's the impact of it? Why do you do it? What we do is something called the script challenge, which is our 25 words that we're talking about. 25 words being, why did you pull me over? I'm not discussing my day. Am I being detained? Or am I free to go? You want to sing it for us, Mark? The, are you, the, you feel like singing the, it today in, in the podcast? Are you talking about the jingle for uh, the, the script challenge? The jingle. First of all, the, yeah. the, the jingle. Yes, this is the jingle. I wrote it and yes. uh, typically every Friday, a good friend of mine, a very talented singer, artist, songwriter, the Sober Junkie, uh, usually performs it live for me before. Uh, That's a catchy name, the Sober Junkie, I like that. need to interview, he's a whole marketing thing in itself. So this is how it goes. It's shut the fuck up Friday, shut the fuck up now. Shut the fuck up Friday, show your friends and family how 
to shut the fuck up when cops ask questions. Park Brothers at law. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that. It's like, it is such a jingle. It's just the way you deliver it. It's about the delivery. I have to share how this was, this was created. Yes, please. And the only reason I like to share it is because of the end. Because we were, I was, I was doing this whole shut the fuck up Friday thing for a while. And then the script challenge started during whatever. And I was like, I gotta have a jingle for it. And I had just had lunch with my wife and kids. And my seven-year-old daughter was just kept listening to me as I was, I was going shut up. I wasn't saying it. I was saying freak because we say shut the freak up for the kids. Right. It's still in front of the kids. Still STFU, yeah. but shut the freak up when cops ask questions. And then my right. daughter goes, Pop Brothers at law. Oh my God. How cute is that? And I went, Oh my God. That's it. We got it. That's it. Oh. Yep. It's like she could see yeah, it was, like what was stirring. Yeah. Kids are smart. I like sharing that because that's, that's what happened. And then I told my buddy, I go, Yeah, this is how you're going to sing it. This is it. Boom. And so when I go live, we get a nice crowd now, a couple hundred people sometimes. It's gone up to a thousand or more sometimes. It just depends who, what, because sometimes I'll bring in different guests to go live and stuff like that. But we bring people in live. We have about 10 to 12 different sponsors. Who, some give away cash app, like a hundred bucks, other different sprays and other types of products that uh, winners can get by jumping right. in. I'm the cop and I go and pull you over and we run through the 25 words and you have to say it in order the way we teach it. And we always say, if you stick to its theory out there in life and you forget all the words and you remember, well, I'm, I'm shutting the fuck up. And that's all you remember. It's cool. Great. We, we've taught you well. For purposes of our show and winning prizes, if you don't get the 25 words in order the way we teach it, because it's taught for a reason that way, every word and everything which has meaning behind it in law or case law. And if you get that wrong, then, you know, I, I'm the Simon Cowell of shut the fuck up. I'm like, you know, I won't be very nice and you'll be out of the live. If you're going good, then talk to, I'll keep you in the live for a while. We'll talk if you want. It's like being on Jeopardy or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what it kind of, well, it, I started it just really before the pandemic and I was doing it like once or twice a month. And then I started doing it every week. And then during the pandemic, it was like, yeah, I've been just doing it every week. And more spot, well, hey, I want to be a sponsor now. Oh, hey, I want to. And so that kind of grew with the sponsorships and, and the companies willing to send products for prizes and things like that. And I don't know, I see it, I don't know. I, I think it's got potential for something, but it's a lot of fun. And it's amazing to me how many contestants we get from other countries that know the, oh, wow. that know the script better, better than people from here and from all over, wow. all over the world. Well, I think the, the coolest thing about that, Mark, is the power of social media, the power that you can literally reach people in so many different countries and so many different continents, yeah. and you can connect with them and, and they can see your marketing, they can see your messaging, they can see your brand live. And the cool thing about your brand is you do a lot of things that that give the audience a chance to participate, right? That shut the fuck up Fridays. It's it's what it's called. That gives people the chance to come in. It's a live stream. It's yeah. literally like a show. They're playing a game. And I think for people, that's it's like a fun thing. I've tuned in to watch what you're doing one day and I thought it was hilarious because people, some people were good, some people were not so good, but then they're like, oh, can I try again? But it was just like a fun experience to watch. Well, and what I like about it is when the, there's people, like sometimes we'll get 
get people who like they i guess they see a big account somebody with a lot of followers and they just they go in they don't know what's going on because i'll see right. that right away i'll go are you ready for the script channel well what yeah okay what is that I'm yeah like, Why? What? they're just curious and they don't even know what they're there for they're just like raise their hand because they're like oh i'm gonna right. get lots of followers too because i can get followers off of this guy's right. account and, not true and so right and so for those it's fun for me because i go okay good teaching moment for everybody watching and let's see what would you do you'd say you had a couple of drinks in a bar and you had some dinner and then you leave and this moment you drive out you get pulled over and the cop says hey there what so what were you doing inside that restaurant there what were you doing what would you say so let's do it what would you say i'm not going to discuss my day with you officer. okay so so okay so see this is great because if we were on the script challenge game show on shut the Funk up friday if I was, uh -huh. depending on my mood, I'd have said, ain't wrong, bye, you suck. And you'd be out of the line and you're <laughs> done. You'd be well, that's out. And it was so funny. But. That's why I think it was hilarious. Well, and I would have given, I would have either done that and given the disclaimer, like I just did. If you do that on the street out there and that's all you do, good, do that. But if you want to win a prize, you got that all wrong and you didn't do it right. Or I take someone like that and go, okay, you don't know, you, you jumped in tell me that that's what you and maybe and so maybe it would normally it wouldn't be that normally it would be well officer i had i had a glass of wine you know or i had yeah i had two and a half glasses of wine or i had one and a half or usually it's a glass or two i had a glass or two all the big lie and so right and and then to that i say oh cool you just admitted to the cop that you drank and now you're driving and so he can still get up all in your business and do whatever the fuck he wants. Now that he thinks that a crime might be uh, happening because you admitted all that. Right. Right. And so right. you don't want to lie because you did have a drink or two or whatever. And that is none of their business. America, that's that, to begin with, that's just none of it. And that, see, Mark, that's where people get confused because they think just because it's a police officer, I think that they think, oh, well, it is their business, and oh my God, they are in a position of um, higher authority than myself, and I must answer them, I must be honest with them, and I think that's why with what you do, you're the education of educating people on all of the laws and the constitutional rights is so important because I don't think most people know. They're just scared because they're like, oh my God, this person's a cop. They have a gun. They have the badge. Mm. They're going to do this. Am I right? You are so right. You are so right because we get the calls every day. That's why we created what are becoming our crazy hot flying off the yeah. nose faster than we can make them stickers of the script. Yeah that has everything, nice. you put it right on your windshield and it's right there, it's right there for you. I have them on my back and I have memory, but that's, people get scared and they forget, even people who know this and people who follow it. That is creative marketing strategy. That's brilliant. They're gonna remember because when they get nervous, they're not gonna know what to say. So they put it on their windshield. It's staring at them when they're looking at their straight ahead. All they have to do is read it. That's it. That's so creative and we have our our business card that we happily send yep. all over the place and that has the 25 words on the back and a few other things but that's what i was referencing earlier we have a series of these over the years that escalated and evolved into those 25 words and so this card right goes 
whenever I meet anybody or we're at expos, events, or whatever, we send it to somebody. This code right. goes in your wallet behind your ID. Read it. I hope you never need it, but do not put it in the pit of wherever all the other business cards you put because they have the different value. I don't know what their value is, but this right. is for your rights to remember, not tomorrow, but two years from now when you get pulled over. And you go to get your license out, oh yeah, here it is. And now even more so, right, we have the sticker that you put right there and and, and dimple. But we had the stickers for the longest time and we just, just send them out and stuff. And then we decided to put it on our pballmerch.com last week. We can't get them made fast enough right now. And it's so important not to, to get a sticker, but to know your rights. And that's why I do it. If you look at my social media, I do the, yeah. the daily script review where I'm just, why did you pull me over? I'm not discussing my day. Am I being detained? Am I free to go? I invoke the fifth and you shut the fuck up. You're living your brand right now. That's a cool thing. And the cool thing is like, when you talk about those business cards, right? You put the message on the back of it. That's another cool marketing strategy. Think about if everybody was that creative and they took their brand and their slogan or their tagline or something like that they want to be known for or known as. People don't think that way. How many business cards do you pick up at a conference back in the day when we went to conferences? You look at the back, what's on the back, Mark? Nothing, nothing. In 1996, when I became an attorney and opened my own law practice and made my business card, because of the law professor, I put on the back of my business card, I do not consent to a search to any police officer or law enforcement personnel. I invoke my Fifth Amendment Miranda rights and will only speak to you with my attorney present. I put that on the back of my card because my law professor who was an attorney, he did that. And he goes, yeah, you're doing criminal defense. You need to know that. And then I just thought, well, everybody needs to know this, not just people who, who become criminal defense clients. So I put that back in my card. And when I started handing cards to people, I went, and they would be like, they would put it somewhere. Wait, wait. Right. Okay. This right. is about your, your rights. And when, if you get pulled over. Don't just stash it in a corner. This one you need to in, hold on well, to. Now the offshoot of that, that I realized was happening was, Hey, Mark, you gave me your card about my rights and stuff, but do you handle divorce? Oh no. Well, at that time I did, but by way of example, no, I don't, but I know an attorney who does. Hey, Mark, somebody got a car accident. I got your card. That's in their wallet. A lawyer probably has lawyers who are in his network or that are friends and people like, so that is how your attorney referral network came about, right? Yeah. When I first started my practice and I would split cases with other attorneys because I didn't know how to do it. And then I would split there. They would do it. I would do it. I did a lot of, I did everything for like the first five or six years of my practice and just found attorneys who did that and then split the fees with them. And I was always able to get more than they were ever able to get. I was always able to make people money who got into business with me. And so yeah. that turned into, as I narrowed down what I was doing into a bunch of attorneys. And then that turned into me utilizing social media to find more and other attorneys and I've been doing it for for 26 years I started practicing in 1996 and I've been putting my wallet I mean my cards in the wallet and behind in my IDs behind their wallet for 26 years at conventions and yeah we'll go to conventions and I'll go through 2500 cards and they're all going in a wallet behind an ID it's not like will it and I will give but here's Here's the cool thing. What I hear from you every time you do something, it's pretty strategic. There's a reason behind it. You're not just doing it for the hell of doing it or to do it. 
I feel like you're very intelligent when it comes to your business because everything that you do, you do it strategically, you do it for a reason. And when you think of marketing, that's the thing. People start marketing, they don't even come up with a marketing strategy and then they're like, well, why didn't this work? Well, that's because you didn't sit down and come up with a strategy. All of the things that you've shared with us today, those are all part of your strategy. Those are all part of the bigger picture. Those are all part of you getting your message out there to more people and making an impact and helping more people right so what advice mark do you have for for the audience in terms of marketing what are the top three things that they should be doing right now in order to make their marketing mesmerizing because you're on the mesmerizing marketing podcast so we'll put it that way uh, you gotta you gotta engage that's that's really beyond what everybody you always you always should be yourself and, and don't be afraid to go outside that box and all those I agree with all those things you know I didn't go to school for marketing I'm not I don't claim to be a marketing what have you or I've learned through talking to people that you got a degree for doing that I'm like fuck I've been doing that for 20 years on social media and there's a degree for this yeah that. and which is cool and everything but I just did what I was coming natural to me, which is happens to be all these things. And for me, right. it, 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 understanding it's not natural for other people and they need to be guided and me utilizing what other people are out there saying. Like, like I hear Dimple saying to be yourself and just make it, just do it, get out there, pretend you're talking to a friend. And I've said that to attorneys, just if they put it on, pretend it's a client sitting there and start recording and throw it up. Right, yes. like be authentic, yes. right? Yes. Don't be afraid to show a little bit of their personality. I think people are really scared of like, well, what's this person gonna think? What is that person gonna think? At the end of the day, who cares what they think? Because if you care what they think, you're gonna be like paralyzed by fear. And you can't be on social media. I, and there are people who that's it. They, they will be paralyzed and that nothing's gonna change. That, that medium's not for you or you need to find some other face to be your face or whatever the case may be but to those who maybe are timid afraid but still fearful for a variety of different reasons obviously i'm an actor i've got movies and i do all sorts of stuff but me and my brother are the dichotomy he resisted a lot he still does to when it comes right. to posting and doing stuff and and he's just, he's pushing. But why is that? Like, why do you think that is? He's pushing. Like when someone resists, why? He's pushing 60. About stuck in your way. And I think that's stupid. And Stuck in your ways, I believe. Well, yeah. That I believe because, yes. Prime, that I get. Prime example, the dance I did. You saw that when I did the, the dance. I, I posted my first TikTok. Oh, the dance. From my brother. I saw that. My brother immediately took it down because that's stupid and we're attorneys and you shouldn't be doing that. Oh, come on. You're doing everything else and, and you can't dance. And of course, what would you do? And of course, that's like one of the most viewed reels and TikToks that we have. But, right. but while he's come along. Did you re-upload it or what did you do? Yeah, no, he, with when it comes to reels and IGTV stuff, you can archive or remove it from the main page so it's still there oh so that's all he did it's still yeah he just removed it from the main page he kills the views so it would have got a lot of views it would have gotten a lot more if if he would have left it alone you're gonna have to make another one this summer you gotta get him to be, <laughs> you gotta get him to do it with me well you know what our real challenge number two is coming up it's gonna start in july a few days after the fourth of july so we're gonna do a this time we're going to do a challenge for lawyers and then we're going to do another challenge for everybody else. There's going to be two of them. 
So you can be in one of them or both of them, but but uh, you'll have to do it again. For that one, I think I'm going to make up a dance and I'm going to make everyone participate who wants to in doing the dance. It'll be like fun because everybody will do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And then when we come out to um, LA for a clubhouse field trip, maybe yep. this fall or whatever, late summer, we're all going to make a music video. And I think it's going to be the most hilarious thing ever because <laughs> we're going to get so many different personalities and oh, characters. Yeah. We just need to see if like Frederick or someone can hook us up with a mansion there with a pool and like pretty palm trees so we can film something that he said he could like a music video yeah yeah well he's getting his he's getting like his uh, jet too so we'll yeah we'll have to we'll have to talk to him but okay so what other tips do you want to give the audience about marketing that you feel like maybe lessons learned throughout you know all of these years or what's working right now so pay attention to the right people giving advice and the and the information is out there and the right people are out there i certainly heard from countless people oh, you should do this on tiktok or you should do that on tiktok or whatever it is right whatever i want to preach to you and you yeah, can I get hear it. that from whatever expert I, you got to do your due diligence when you decide to listen to somebody that you are going to do something in which you are investing your time. Because no one's paying you for it. Well, unless you're working, I guess, doing this work. But for people like ourselves, who are, no one's paying you to do that. But it's, right. it's a means to an end, right? It's drive traffic and get clients and get in and get paid. And keeping that frame of reference and frame of mind is important when you're figuring out what who you want to listen to. And make sure you're not just listening to somebody, but like I said, the, the person who got I, this TikTok info was one of the guys who was like up there as a, whatever. It was and it verified and just told because he said so. It was a trusted platform and it was who he said he was. And I even Googled right. him and I looked him up and I researched a little like, oh, wow, I better stop and listen to this guy. How many times? Yeah, because he was legit. Exactly. And so, so that's important. And, and then implement. I heard today and I was in the room you were in too. Uh, YouTube. YouTube clips, or I don't know what the hell it's called. YouTube, YouTube shorts, YouTube shorts. shorts. That's it. YouTube shorts. Yep. Dimple. I was in my car, just dropped off my kids at school and I had clubhouse on in the ear, in the background. I usually I'm just sitting there and I can, I just try to hear stuff, especially right. this where it's tips about what's going on with social media. And somebody said, YouTube's yeah, doing 15 second clips and it's called YouTube shorts. What is this? And so I immediately like on my phone. I went to YouTube, right. my YouTube, and I went to as if I was going to just upload a video or go live, and there it was, shorts. I hit it, 15-second thing, record, and I posted it in our first YouTube shorts, which is still in beta, whatever that means, is up, because I saw it, I learned of it, and yeah. I pushed a couple of buttons, it took me three seconds, after 25 seconds after all is said and done. I didn't spend the time, and I didn't notice if it was going to allow me to do any editing with the video or anything like that. Cause I was in a room right. I just wanted to get something up. I didn't notice anything like a TikTok or Snapchat where you can do all this stuff. But again, I haven't looked at it, but there's, I just learned of that today and I went, well, yeah, exactly. I'm putting it up. And so to that end, just do it. Yeah. And you just did it. And here's the thing. I have a tip for you that you, I bet you have not heard about is like all of your videos, your, your reels on Instagram, you can take them and repurpose them to Pinterest 
and your traffic on Pinterest is going to be super, super duper high. And also organically, Pinterest ranks on Google. For SEO purposes, it is amazing. And then the other thing, Pinterest is the platform that people forget, but it's actually pretty damn effective. The other thing about Pinterest is just like you're talking about like the YouTube shorts or think about like Instagram stories, Mark, or YouTube shorts. Well, Pinterest has their own feature of short stories called idea pins. And those are blowing up like the views like from what I'm hearing from everybody else. And not to mention, if you advertise on Pinterest and spend a dollar a day even, or $3 a day to promote an article or piece of content, you get thousands of views. So I don't know if you knew about that. I, I didn't, I, I'm looking right now, as you see me, I'm looking at the Pinterest account that I once made. Well, this is a funny thing. So I just want to point something out to the audience. Mark is such a implementer. <laughs> you guys right now, he's on my podcast. I give him a tip. He does not waste time. So part of being successful in your marketing, a tip is that you have to be action oriented and you have to implement like Mark's saying, and you have to take action, which is what he's doing. I could tell he's on his computer and he's like, what is Dimple talking about? I need to know about this. I haven't heard about it. Oh, light bulb goes on. And Mark's like, I'm going to go check this thing out. I'm going to set an account and you know what? I'm going to upload this stuff. I'm going to do it probably tonight. But no, I'm, you know what? And because I am so anal about this stuff, I, I created a Pinterest account under Pop Brothers at Law. So your third tip, can you have a third one that you wanted to give out? Take a break. Work in a break, whether it's every week, every other week, every three weeks, whatever works for you. Once a month kind of works for me, but take a break. I literally more or less for 25 years didn't take a break because I was so wrapped up in always being available for my clients because I didn't want to be that attorney that would think I couldn't visit and go back but I took it I took it too far and it was easy before I was married but I, that's now but for the last 17 years still when we go on vacation I just move my office I have my I'm always available until I shut down took a week off of my life more or less and that was a big lesson for me so build that into whatever you're doing a, a nice break for yourself to do whatever so in other words, self-care is so important too, because how can you really keep going and going without burnout? You can't, we're all humans. So I think that's a really important lesson. And I see people doing that yeah. on social media. I see them doing it on Clubhouse and it's okay to step away. Instagram will still be there. Clubhouse will probably still be there. All of these things will be there. But the moments that you create with your family and your children and your friends, like those moments are precious because you never know if they're going to be around tomorrow or not. Yes. Right. And, and also health wise, in order to serve your clients at the optimal level, you have to take a break to recalibrate yeah. because if you don't, it's just not the same. You're operating you're not operating at the highest level that you can because inside you're probably tired, you're exhausted, you're mentally drained, emotionally drained. Yes. So I think that's a really great tip, Mark. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. So tell me what you're up to now. We talked a little bit about your background and marketing. What are you guys up to these days? Is there anything exciting you want to talk about? Yeah. Tell me what you're working on. We are, we're traveling, we're back on the road. When I say that, we have a seminar called 
the etiquette of engaging law enforcement, how to shut the fuck up when cops ask questions. Is it your seminar or is it a seminar you're going to support? No, that's our seminar that me and my brother give. Oh, nice. Okay. Before the pandemic, we go to conventions and expos and things like that, and they bring us out to speak and do all that kind of stuff. And we're typically the featured speakers. And thanks to Canacon, a great business to business expo that is now going just to Oklahoma City. We're going to Detroit in a couple weeks, June 26th and 27th. And then we go to Chicago, August 6th and 7th. And then we go to New York, January 7th and January 8th all with Canacon. And so this seminar, The Etiquette of Engaging Law Enforcement, is all about our script, the 25 words, and how to utilize it and how it's based on all your constitutional and civil rights. And we typically will go through basically the whole scenario of starting in your house before you walk out to go into your car, the things you can start to do to minimize the risk of getting pulled over. And then you get in your car and there's all these things you can do to minimize that risk of getting pulled over. So, I mean, that we go through all that and that's what's become known as the, what we call the etiquette of engaging law enforcement. And uh, we give those seminars uh, wherever, probably do those at actually uh, not only expos and events, but some of the bigger dispensaries have us out to talk to their employees. Yeah. So that's another way of marketing your brand and marketing yourselves, right? So it doesn't just end with the social media posts and things like that. You're consistently out there building your brand name, even though I would say like tons of people know your brand name, right? But there's tons of people who don't, right? And, And that's the attitude. And you guys take the attitude of like, educating more people yes. meeting more people on the streets making those connections right and yeah. and also for you you do that but you're like a connector too you connect people for the attorney referral network and you also love to help people i remember the day when you came in a clubhouse room and you were trying to help this grandmother who was trying to rescue her grandchild from an abusive parent or a situation like that and you were searching to find an attorney in a very specific city and town and and i think you were able to to do that through your network and get them the help that they needed so that's the power of social media that's the power of connection because even clubhouse i consider it social media platform because it is a social in audio networking app that's what it is and you're like using everything that you can to help people which is amazing it's like i told my mom when we have the discussion about using the f word and stuff and she's finally getting used to it like if she's not used to it by now i don't know if she will get used to it she's an old jewish grandmother she you know to the core and uh, but she loves uh, you regardless of that of course and it's like uh yeah. not gonna try to get her to like it just mom somebody decided to give your sons a platform and we're helping people and we're we have to use it and that's yeah kinda how we feel about it yeah it's very it seems like it's very mission driven for you and i think when people build a brand they really have to sit down and think about what their mission is what drives them every day what impact they want to make on the world. And I think you're trying to make an impact in the cannabis industry, which is cool because you guys know what you want. You have this mission to help people, to educate, right? Yeah. So it's interesting because when this all happened, we had no clue when we, when my brother hit those buttons and created that Instagram account more than, Hey, maybe we'll get a few clients out of this and help a few people out. That was the mentality that we had and another free, we don't have to pay for advertising and we're comfortable. We're right. We're good we're okay and, and it was all word of mouth we really never even spent money on marketing you know it was all word of mouth and just people referring and stuff like that and so right once 
once it just took off and realizing how organic, because you could buy followers and all that, right? And likes and like, yeah, and nobody should be doing that ever, crap. Never, never do that. And, and and I didn't even know that existed back then. I was we didn't. I was just like, okay, people, cool. People are they're connecting. It's organic now. Once it started happening, I was able to hone in on my theater and film background and stuff with the content and and utilizing social media. Once I saw what was happening, my point is, you might not know what you have until you just start putting it out there and let it start organically growing and then see it, look at it and then be able to start to take it in shape. Yeah, I'm sure you had no idea like what you were doing back then would turn into something so big. It was just like, okay, let's let's call it Pop Others at Law, let's set up a page. It's a good joke. It, yeah, it was a good joke. It wasn't like, oh, well, this is gonna be trademarked and then we're gonna have this whole script thing and we're gonna have no. to shut the fuck up that no one else can use it. You went through the attorneys or a lot of trouble. Talk a little bit about that too. Let's talk about the importance of copywriting and trademarking, things like that, because you went through a lot of trouble to do that, but also you had a really cool concept of something that gets catchy. It fits the bill when it comes to what it is that you're doing. And I think that's why you have so many followers because people are like, oh my God, like this is out there. It's a little edgy. It's a little different. It's a little, oh my gosh, like, did he really just say that? <laughs> Right? Really just say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Unapologetically no. in your face. Well, I love the apologetically part because we always teach people, we say, in your marketing, be authentic, be authentic. You can't be any more authentic than that when you open up your mouth and that's your sign off in Clubhouse or wherever you're branding yourself. Give me your 45 second Clubhouse pitch right now so the audience can hear it. I'm Mark Wasserman, together with my big brother, Craig. We are known as the Pop Brothers at Law, California attorneys handling all areas of cannabis licensing and regulations, as well as all areas of criminal defense. We also co-host the iHeartMedia podcast, Cannabis Talk 101. Most importantly, we teach people how to peacefully engage with law enforcement by simply using 25 words known as the script and to shut the fuck up when cops ask questions. Mark Wasserman, Pop Brothers at Law, shutting the fuck up for now. For now, oh my God, I love that. And now, the audience totally knows who you are and what you do and what you stand for and what to say to you and what not to say to you. That's the bomb. Yes. It's pretty badass. <laughs> That's badass. What are some of the, let's talk about the funny stuff now. What What are some of the things when you go in a clubhouse room and the people are conservative, what the hell do you think they're thinking behind your back? Realizing, oh, people knew who I was from other platforms and, and whatever, or some didn't. And when I would go into rooms that well, I didn't know who anybody, they pull me up on stage just for whatever reason. And I will, I'll say, shut the freak up out of respect for that room. And I don't want to cuss and whatever. And so very, right. very quickly though, I noticed whoever was running the room, it's okay, Mark, you can say, say that all you want in here. It's good. It's the fifth amendment. Say that all. It's just talking about your fifth amendment, right? Shut the fuck up. It, like I tell my mom, we've made it okay for people to say fuck. I, hey, if you ask me how to explain what it's a phenomenon, I'm out on the I'm on the road. I'm getting honked at. My daughter's in the car. Hey, shut the fuck up! Shut the, just on the street, on the road, on the highways. It's I, we love it. But if they know who you are and they recognize that, it's not random. No, people, no, right, right, right. They they know who I am. They recognize. Yeah, it's my hair, yeah, my hair or the whatever it, it is. You know, they know what it represents. Yeah, we get that. We just we get that a lot, which is it's gratifying. It's great that people know and that because. Because when, you know, it's funny and it's, it's nice what's happened and everything, but 
it's fucking important. We're not out. Yeah, you're not doing it for like shits and giggles. It goes back to the mission, and the mission is educating people. They can get giggles out of it, but I mean, and they're learning that from me, and I'm making sure that I'm educating these people, and they know that it isn't just fun and games and just walking around. It's really important to us that we maintain that as we do more of these speaking engagements and, and go across the country on what will soon be our hashtag shut the fuck up tour. These are things that we were like on the verge of doing before the pandemic hit. And now it's just, now it's, it's opening it up. We're re re exploring the opportunities and, and hoping that we can do that and bring that, that educational value across the country, especially now when people really need to know their rights. Have you ever thought about making a music video with a jingle? Yeah, well, I've made a few. There's a few floating around, but there's a, I always love new ideas and and other ways to to bring that out. I I already I want to do a big commercial, a big shut the fuck up commercial where we shut down one of the big freeways here in LA, and get people in our shut the fuck up shirts just like this. And, and I got yeah, lots of different ideas. I mean, there's a guy. There's a guy like his name is Press Record, and and he made all these videos with like. Remember the oranges that was called Sunny or something with the orange bottle, like yes. Sunny something. Okay, so he embodied, like, he was, like, the character from that and put on, like, these glasses and the gold teeth and everything, and he would have his car wrapped in orange and then the smoke bombs, and he made all these videos. You have to Google it, but it was just hilarious, and I think he did one that he collaborated with another rapper, and that stuff got millions of views. Oh, I know what he did. The There's a software technology company called ClickFunnels, so he did like a rap for ClickFunnels and because ClickFunnels is super popular already in terms of a platform, the founder, Russell, of um, ClickFunnels saw it and then everybody like saw it and shared it, but it was just so catchy. And I think that would be something cool that I can see you you and your big brother doing, although he may not participate. Never know. Never ever know with him. He could surprise you one day to the next, but you know, I'm, I'm always on top of it. Yeah. Well, is there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap up? And then I'd love to hear how people can get a hold of you, what your social media handles on, how they can find you on Clubhouse. On social media, Instagram, pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. That's also the same on TikTok. Okay. And then on all the other platforms, it's pot brothers at law, like LinkedIn and Facebook, and YouTube. I have a few alter ego pages that I have fun with my at the waslaw which is my personal I'll put stuff with my kids my family stuff like that and then I have the dabbing lawyer dabbing lawyer on Instagram and I actually that this for another day that will get into you can ask me about this another time I created yeah my dabbing lawyer page because of a fight an argument me and my brother got it. Oh, that's hilarious. So, okay, so that. we'll have to talk about that <laughs> offline. And then I have a, a page called Professor Google, which is a character I created along with three other influencers. We are known as La Liga. We are a team of superheroes that gets their powers from cannabis. And as Professor Google, depending on what cannabis I use, I know everything. And so that's there's some other fun little things that, that that I didn't know about all of those, but the last one sounds like a lot of fun to check out. I'm gonna have to like look it up. But nonetheless, those are some of the fun ones. And then eight five five Waslaw is our toll free number. And I, if you have an issue anywhere in the world, we might be able to place you with an attorney. So you can always start with us there. Popbrothersatlaw.com is our website, and our merch page is 
pbalmerch.com. And that's where you can get these stickers that, as I said, we, we, we can't make them fast enough to put on your windshield right there. We have shirts that we just got made and hats and some mugs with the script on it and stuff. You've got, you've got everything. It's going. Any main websites that you wanted to let the audience know about? Those popbrothersatlaw.com popballmerch.com and popbrothersatlawcbd.com. We have our own CBD brand with creams and rubs and tinctures that we've used ourselves that we've approved after going for two years of going through companies who wanted to do it with us. And I know even in big cities, a lot of people started opening up those type of businesses because yeah. they're looking at like what business is going to do well, how can they make money, especially when you had a pandemic, you can imagine like how many people are just going through tough times. So I can understand people pivoting from what they were doing yep. and having to close down business, right? And rethink like, how am I going to make money? How am I going to support my family? So a lot of people had to rethink everything. And that's why marketing is so important because it's like an insurance policy. You got car insurance, yes. you have health insurance. Well, people need insurance. It's like you have to have marketing. You have to do that. That's what, like my saying is building a personal brand. Why it's so important to build a personal brand is because it's literally like an insurance policy. It protects you. If you work for a company, you get laid off, what are you going to do, right? right? But if you build your personal brand, you have everything. Opportunities come to you. People come to you. Your inbox is never empty. So, and you know that yeah. better than anybody. Well, 100%. So, all right. Mark, it's been a pleasure. This was so exciting and so much fun. And I can't wait to uh, get you on next, the legal podcast. So You'll shoot me an email with some dates right away. I got to go do it with my own podcast. And I thank you for the time. It was a pleasure. We're going to see you in Chicago when we go out to Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, we'll have to meet up for sure. It'll be fun and the weather will be nice and all that stuff. All right. Talk to you later. It's Dimple. And I wanted to personally thank you for listening to this episode. I know we talked about the next Reels Challenge. Um, so I wanted to let you guys know how you can be a part of that. All you have to do is go to my Instagram. My Instagram handle is she wears stilettos. And you can go there and click on the link. When you click on the link, it will say join the next Reels Challenge. And you can get on the list for that because we want you to be a part of that. It's going to start towards the end of July. And we're super excited. Thank you for listening to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show so you don't ever miss an episode. And also share it with your friends. Dimple would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review and visit the podcast website to check out all the latest episodes at www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. That's www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. And follow Dimple on Clubhouse. Her handle is Marketing Expert. And also join her Mesmerizing Marketing Club also on Clubhouse for live rooms on top marketing strategies for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to mesmerize their marketing.